what is so special about the enchanting nature of God's personal form? Look at it this way. A rose is such an attractive flower. The king of flowers. People very tastefully put it on the collar of their coats. But a part of the same rose bush is its twig with its thorns. Have you ever heard of somebody putting a twig on their coat collar? Of course not. Why? Because people would consider them foolish. So even though the rose bush is one, yet there is such a distinction between a twig and its flower. Likewise, the Supreme Divine Personality The story of Shukadev Paramahans is one of the most inspiring in our Puranas because Shukadev himself has been one of the most elevated spiritual personalities in Indian history. So at the end of the story is a huge takeaway for all spiritual seekers. When Shukadev came to his mother's womb as the child of Vedavyas, like any baby, his body kept expanding for nine months. After that, he kept it in that situation and continued residing within for the next 12 years. When his father Ved Vyas would recite a Ved mantra, Shukadev would find mistakes once in a while. Father, you mispronounced here. Ved Vyas was astonished. I am the writer of 18 Puranas. This child is not even born and he's able to find my mistakes. He said, Beta, why don't you come out? Shukadev responded, Father, I am scared of Bhagavan's Maya. If I come out, it may overwhelm me. Narad had to intervene and speak through the mother's ear. It is okay, nothing will happen. Please emerge. That is when Shukadev took birth. And immediately by the power of his yogic austerities, he made his body that of a 12-year-old and walked off. He did not even tell his father, please give me permission for sannyas. He just straight left the house. The father was calling from behind, beta, beta, beta. But the child heard nothing. Yam prabrajantam anupetam apetakrityam dvaipayano viraka tar ajuhava putreti tanmayataya tarvobhine dustam sarvabhutaridayam munimanatosmi. Why did Shukadev not respond? Because he lifted his mind to nirvikalp samadhi, a state in Advait where all a person perceives is the self. 
यद्वैतमीवतीतरेतर जिघरती तदितरेतर पश्यती तदितरेतर शृणोति तदितरेतर बभिवदती तदितरेतर मनुते तदितरेतर उपनिषदेश through all the senses so ved vyas had to return but before that an episode happened which was so astounding there were some women bathing in a lake and when 12 year old shukadev went by they continued to bathe in their naturality however behind was following ved vyas an old man and the women saw him they immediately started covering themselves with their clothes that hurt ved vyas very much drishtvanu yantam rishimatma jamapya nagnam devyo hriya paridadhur na sutasya chitram tadviksha prichhati munau jagadustavaste stri pumbhida nastu sutasya vivikta drishte Vedavyas stood there and annoyance asked the women Can I ask you a question Yes please do Just now my young son went by and you did not cover yourselves I am an old man why are you feeling so embarrassed as to put on your clothes The women said oh sage if you don't mind we will respond You are a Hans, and your son is a Parma Hans. Now, what is the difference between a Hans and a Parma Hans? Jada chetan gun dosha maya vishva kina karatara santa Hans gun gahi paya parihari vari vikar. A Hans is a person. who perceives this world of maya and also perceives the all pervading god within this maya and grasps god leaving out the maya like the hans the swan if you place before it a mixture of milk and water the swan will drink the milk and leave out the water so you are an elevated hans you don't grasp maya through your senses but your son is a paramahans a paramahans is one who does not even perceive the world sarvam khal vidham brahma only sees god everywhere vedvyas said you are right vedvyas being an avatar of god was himself paramahans however for the sake of preaching he had lowered his consciousness to that of a hans so he asked how did you ladies come to know such a subtle spiritual point they said any woman in this world when she looks at the eyes of men can make out with what sight 
are they looking towards her with fatherly vision with brotherly affinity or lustfully when your son went by his eyes remained the same as if out of stone there's a tree there is a lake there are women when you came your eyes changed they may have changed in annoyance these women are breaking the rules of the scriptures by bathing without clothes in the open but whatever be the case when we saw the change we realized you are not a paramahans ved vyas returned from there that shukadev he went deeper into the woods sat down in a place and he reached the seventh level of nirvikalp samadhi in the subsequent months ved vyas wrote the shrimad bhagavat puran once some of his students came to that spot for gathering wood and saw this youth sitting as if in samadhi they said impossible he cannot be in samadhi so they tried to jerk him out of it one lifted the eyebrows and blew into the eyes another put a twig into the ear a third a finger into his nose but shukadev's mind was actually in samadhi and he remained unmoved the boys went and related the incident to their guru ved vyas who immediately understood this must be my child shukadev he asked his disciples to learn a verse from the bhagavatam and go and relate it in shukadev's ear the boys did as told and spoke into shukadev's ear वरहापीडम नटवरवपु कर्णयो कर्णिकारम विभ्रद्वास कनकपिशम वैजयतीलांध्रान्वेणोरधर सुधया पूरयन गोपवृंदवृंदारण्यम स्वदरमण प्राविशदीर्ति This verse is from the tenth canto of the Shrimad Bhagavatam. It describes an evening scene. Sri Krishna had gone into the woods to graze the cows with his cowherd friends, and at sunset he is returning by a road next to the river Yamuna. His yellow pitambar is flying in the air. His curly hair are like cascading bumblebees his peacock crown is residing on his head and his body is swaying like that of a baby elephant his flute is on his lips as he calls out the gopis by his names when shukadev who was in deep meditation on the formless brahman received this verse he was shocked actually nothing could have gone into that samadhi because his mind was held still but it was a divine verse so it entered the divine trance and the light on which shukadev was meditating turned into the personal form of god and shukadev thought oh my 
श्री कृष्ण इज सो एंजेंटिंगली रैप्चरसली फैसिनेटिंगली ब्यूटिफुल आई वॉज अननेसेसरली वर्शिपिंग हिज लाइट एस्पेक्ट द फॉर्मलेस ब्राह्मण he got out of his samadhi and he asked the boys where did you get this verse from they became scared his samadhi is broken he may be annoyed and curse us so they said we have got it from vedvyas our guru vedvyas my father shukadev got up went straight back to vedvyas and heard the entire bhagavatam from him that was the bhagavatam which he related to parikshit on the banks of the ganges over a period of 7 days when parikshit was cursed to be bitten by the poisonous takshak snake so what is the learning let's see what the art and science of happiness has to say The episode reveals the unsurpassable sweetness of Premanand in comparison to Brahmanand absorbed in divine love for Shri Krishna Shukadev's mind naturally detached itself from the bliss of the formless Brahman until he heard the words Dev had been meditating on divine light on hearing the verse the light turned into shri krishna it thrilled every pore of shukadev's body and he pondered why was i running after the formless when shri krishna is so blissfully enchanting so what is this enchanting nature of god's personal form look at it this way a rose is such an attractive flower the king of flowers people very tastefully put it on the collar of their coats but a part of the same rose bush is its twig with its thorns have you ever heard of somebody putting a twig on their coat collar of course not why because people would consider them foolish so even though the rose bush is one yet there is such a distinction between a twig and its flower likewise the supreme divine personality is one and yet the bliss of the personal form of the lord is so much delectably sweeter than the infinite bliss of the formless brahman so what is so special about the bliss of the personal form of the lord or premanand well have you ever eaten mangoes Of course Swami ji Indian mangoes the king of fruits but tell me if you sit and start relishing mangoes and by your side somebody starts relishing the mango twig branches or leaves what will you say to him 
crazy guy? He is rejecting the fruit and eating the leaves. What's wrong with him? Oh, I see. He is crazy because he is eating mango leaves. And you are intelligent because you are eating the fruit. Uh, yes, yes, I am double MA. Oh, really? Very qualified. But tell me, isn't it after all just one mango tree? The twigs, branches, roots, flowers, leaves and fruit are all aspects of it. Yet, there is such a difference that for the fruit you say very intelligent and for the leaf you say crazy. Now suppose, consider the sugarcane tree. If there was a fruit on it, how sweet that would be. When the tree itself is so delicious, what would be the taste of the sugarcane's fruit? So many people say, what was wrong with Brahma? He created fruit on such bitter trees and the sweet sugarcane tree he created without fruit. Well, let us consider the hypothetical case where sugarcane also had fruit. The difference in sweetness between the fruit of the sugarcane from its trunk, hypothetical case, gives us an inkling into the difference in the sweetness between the Brahmanand of the formless aspect of God and the Premanand, the divine love bliss of the personal form of God. That is the highest bliss. How will we reach it? We shall discuss in the final episode of this 25-part series on the art and science of happiness. 